5AA Nights with Matthew Pantelis. Some of the uh, things we're talking about tonight, we'll have Richard Pascoe in uh, this evening at, at 9 o'clock, uh, Adelaide Tech Guy, all your questions answered. So give us a call if you're having trouble connecting part A to part B, technology-wise, or whatever other issues you might have. Love to hear from you then, and uh, Richard will be able to help you with that, I'm sure. Even setting up emails, whatever it is, he is right on the ball with all of that stuff, as you probably know. Uh, We'll talk science a little bit later on. Neil Byrne from Science in Public will join us a bit after 10. In around 20 minutes or so, Peter Maroney's uh, uh, a former member of the uh, Terrorism Intelligence Squad in New South Wales. He uh, has been there for about 20-odd years or so. I think he's um, a consultant or similar now. But uh, Peter fears terrorism will be on the rise as a result of the Taliban taking over in Afghanistan again. So he'll join us in around 20 minutes to have a chat about that. Uh, Some of the stories doing the rounds today. How's that one with uh, Michaela? This couple found at Aldinga Beach down at the uh, caravan park there uh, acting on information from the public. Police went to the holiday park on Cox Road this morning. A woman who was meant to be quarantining at a southern suburbs address was found in a cabin with a man, the 37-year-old from Queensland, charged with failing to comply with directions. The 40-year-old from Smithfield Plains charged with breaching bail. They'll both face court tomorrow. SA on high alert as well over COVID, of course, after a case in Broken Hill just over the border. The person believed to have been in the community for three days while infectious. Our border control with Broken Hill closed on the weekend, but Police Commissioner Grant Stevens says the threat remains. What we're seeing at the moment is the volatility of this Delta strain. Two days ago, we weren't concerned about the Northern Territory, and now we have restrictions in place for the Northern Territory. We're looking at Queensland, and there's a possibility that we could open up our arrangements with regional Queensland in the next few days if they continue doing as well as they are now, but they could also easily have another outbreak. Three more mystery COVID cases in Victoria today from the 24 new infections. Of the 452 new cases in New South Wales, most three quarters are under 40. The nation of the Northern Territory is yet to find the source of its COVID case, which caused a snap three-day lockdown across Darwin and Catherine. And the ACT recording 17 new cases. New Zealand as well, now in lockdown in response to its first COVID case in 170 days. Auckland, where a 58-year-old man has tested positive, will be in lockdown for seven days. Well, looking at uh, Afghanistan, gee, the footage from there continues to shock. I mean, those poor people who were clinging to a plane. As I was telling you last night, a little bit later on, the footage came out at around 9, 10 o'clock about uh, a giant um, US plane cargo plane taxiing down the runway slowly, surrounded by people running alongside, and some had climbed on to the wings and uh, were, I mean, how desperate would you be to think you could hold on? And sure enough, as the plane took off, uh, the footage showed a couple falling from a height and falling to their deaths. A number of others run over on the tarmac by vehicles. Just awful. The Prime Minister saying uh, Australia won't be able to help everyone stranded there, a military operation underway to rescue our citizens and hundreds of locally engaged staff and their families. The Taliban seizing control of the country, placing those who helped Australian soldiers in danger. Scott Morrison saying the government's doing what it can. I want to talk openly to veterans that despite our best efforts, I know that support uh, won't reach all that it should. On the ground, events have overtaken many efforts. We wish it were different. 
Yeah. The veterans, I mean, the uh, Defence Minister Maurice Payne coming out today saying it hasn't been in vain. We did good things uh, over there, but you have to wonder, don't you? I mean, the country's back in the hands. It wasn't the intention really to defeat the Taliban. The intention was to fight al-Qaeda, but uh, getting rid of the Taliban was seen as a positive thing, given that they were happy to have terrorists in their country. But uh, two days after entering the capital, Kabul, the Taliban announced a general amnesty for government officials, urging them to return to work. Would you go? Military evacuation flights carrying others resuming at uh, the international airport. BBC reporter Ambarasana Jaranthan reports. Vegetable markets, bakeries and medicine shops have opened up in parts of Kabul with more traffic on the roads than the past few days. Tolo News, a prominent television channel, has resumed its broadcasts with a female anchor. She also interviewed a senior Taliban representative on the situation in the city. Analysts say it would have been unthinkable for a woman journalist to interview a Taliban leader on television when the insurgents were in power 20 years ago. Does that make it okay, though? (laughs) I'm not sure. Anyway... Back to Australia, and it seems consumer confidence remains resilient, according to the latest data published by the ANZ. The bank has found confidence picked up 2.5% over the past week, the improvement mainly driven by Queensland. And uh, I see house prices are certainly on the move uh, around Adelaide. There was a house up in the northern suburbs somewhere, northeastern suburbs, which I'm not sure when it was last on the market, but it's for sale for half a million dollars more. And it looks like your typical sort of 1970s three-bedroom home, brick home. Nothing special, nothing, you know, not not a sprawling estate, but that's the price, uh, three quarters of a, a half a million dollars more than what it sold. And there's a place in the city, I'm just looking at the report in the Tizer today, um, which sold for 985000 It's a small, small cottage. It's 100 square metres, a bit over 100 square metres, and it's sold for 985000 which um, I don't know if that's a record or not for such a house. I wouldn't have thought, but maybe. But it's sold for, this is the, uh, the part that made the news, for more than triple the price the owner paid for it uh, 20 years ago. So 264000 he bought at four in 2000 and it sold on the weekend for 985000 So there you go. House prices through the roof, and that probably explains why you can't buy a house at the moment or can't afford to because, you know, even, even your little places are going up so much, whether they're in the city or out in, in the northeastern suburbs. Incredible. Overheated, you'd have to say. 5AA Nights with Matthew Pantelis.